It's weird when a pro athlete that you've grown to know and love on your local team is forced to take a job elsewhere, but it's nice when that person then makes time to join me on Perkett Pod before he heads out of town. Kyle Rudolph is my guest this week. But first, a great partner of the Perkett Pod podcast. It is Mike Bryant in the studio with me right now from Bradshaw and Bryant. How are things going? You've been a busy man lately. It's been, lots been going on. That's, and and a lot of TV appearances as well. I mean, you've been really kind of getting the word out um, in a lot of ways, but also really just lending your expertise to so many people because you're you're a pretty bright guy. Well, people have a lot of questions, and it's it's like when a client calls, you want to make sure you get them the right information so that they can make the right decision on what they want to do. And that's justice for the injured is basically the tagline, right? You believe wholeheartedly in that. Absolutely. You want to make sure they understand their rights. You want to make sure that they understand what coverages they have, and you want to make sure they get protected as best they can. And what I like about you and and the way you present yourself uh, publicly is you really genuinely, I get the sense that you love your job. Yeah, usually, <laughs> you know, like anything else, like anything, right? <laughs> no, but I mean, there's a deep passion within you to to, to help people. Well, you want to be able to give them the answers that they need. People are looking for help. They're looking for expertise. They're looking for the right answers as best you can. You want to try to give them that if you can. And so what, if, if somebody is injured or somebody does need help, what do they do? They call our office. They check the website with minnesotapersonalinjury.com or they call 800-770-7008. Mike Bryant, thanks so much for being a partner of Perkett Pod. Perkett Pod, sometimes he's at play. Perkett Pod, find out what he'll say. Perkett Pond, who's coming on today? Perkett Pond. Before we get to Kyle Rudolph of the New York Giants, which still sounds strange since he spent so much time as a Viking, it's time for Random Ranks. Kyle Rudolph is, of course, a tight end in the National Football League. And on this interview, we talk about one of his amazing toe-drag receptions, which made me think of the phrase toe-drag. And so this time on Random Ranks, we are ranking the top 11 fun football phrases, okay? Number 11, bubble screen. Number 10, flea flicker. That could have been ranked higher. Number nine, squib kick. That's a good one. Okay. Number eight, wheel route. Number seven, chop block. Yeah, you don't want to get caught doing a chop block. You don't want to get caught doing number six either. Horse collar. Number five, long snapper. Number four, coffin corner. And the top three fun football phrases, number three, dink and dunk. Number two, pooch punt. And number one, of course, naked bootleg. Thank you very much. Okay, time for Kyle Rudolph. Ten years as a Viking. The tight end cut 48 touchdowns during his time in purple. One of those in a huge road playoff win against New Orleans a few years ago. He played in two Pro Bowls, was even the MVP in one of those. But Rudolph is as impressive, perhaps more so, for his work off the field. Nominated for the Walter Payton Award three times, he is such a champion of the community and is now getting involved with an organization close to his new landing spot, New York, where the veteran tight end will be playing for the Giants from now on. Here's Kyle Rudolph. 
let's start, Kyle, with this email I got. Uh, it, what I thought was exciting that you are joining the board of directors of Gen Youth, and and I so then I was like, well, what's Gen Youth? And I think that, that well, that's what Kyle's going to tell me. So tell us yeah. all about it because I know what you know the advocating for kids these days needs to happen, and and what a great voice you have to do that. Can you talk to us about why you joined this board of directors? So for me, I was introduced to Alexis Glick, the CEO of Gen Youth. Um, at the Houston Super Bowl, so six, seven years ago now. Um, and honestly, I just, I loved everything that they did. I, I learned more and more about it each and every time I, um, you know, was with Alexis and, uh, and it seemed like around the Super Bowl time, you know, because their big initiative in, in school districts all across the country is the Fuel Up to Play 60 program. Um, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the NFL's initiative of play 60 and, you know, getting outside, being active for 60 minutes a day. Um, but even further than that is, you know, fueling up for that and making sure that our kids in school districts all across the countries have full bellies so they can not only learn, but be active. And um, I think each and every experience that I have with Alexis and watch the way that Alexis interacted with kids in the schools. Um, and I, I think back to a time in Atlanta at the Atlanta Super Bowl, we visited a, a school there and, and provided them with a huge meal program. Uh, and just the kids light up when they're around her. So all the work that she does is absolutely incredible. Um, and, and so they're in New York City too. So when I made the transition to New York, uh, it was kind of perfect timing for me to be able to take a bigger role with Gen Youth. And um, as I've told you and everybody else over the time here in Minnesota, if it involves kids, like I can't be more for it. Everything that we do revolves around kids. And, um, you know, a lot of things that I've done in the past, whether it's Taste of the Vikings, Taste of the NFL, I'm actually going to a Taste of the Tour event um, on Monday this week for the 3M Open. Um, you know, I, I've been educated a lot about food insecurities. Um, because I think most people have the same thought that I used to have in that the only people that are hurting for food are the people that are usually, you know, standing on the side of the highway or when you pull up to an intersection at the light and there's somebody there with a sign that says that they need some help, they need some money for food. And it's not the case, you know, food insecurity is all over and, and right in our backyard. Uh, and that's really been highlighted over the last 16 months with the pandemic. A lot of these kids relied on their meal at school as 50% of their caloric intake for the day. And if you think about, um, you know, now they got to find half of their food because they're not in school over the last year and a half or so. So uh, again, it kind of just goes back to Alexis's passion for kids, uh, Jordan and I's passion for kids. It's a perfect fit. Um, and I just, I, I've been very impressed at what they've been able to do for kids all across the country. Yeah, and it looked like kind of a star-studded cast of uh, of characters on that board of directors. I mean, it's, it's a lot of passionate people. Uh, when when that gets put in motion with a lot of velocity, it can make it can make significant and profound differences. Absolutely, um, I remember you know just a short couple of weeks ago we had the first board meeting that I was on um, for this year, kind of going over everything that they did. Um, hosting the Taste of the NFL event at the Super Bowl this past year. They'll do it again in L.A. coming up here in 2022. 
Um, but, you know, I'm just, it was on Zoom and, you know, I'm looking around at all the people sitting in the meeting and oftentimes wondering what I'm doing in there. And, um, you know, there's just so many powerful people. But uh, again, we all have one common goal, and that's just impacting the lives of kids and uh, making sure that, you know, it's amazing to think about. We live in the best and most powerful country in the world, yet we still have hungry people in our country. And it's just, um, you know, really, there's no excuse for it. Uh, we have all the resources in the world. We just need to bring the awareness. Yeah. And thank goodness for people like you that are that are out front doing that uh, on the front lines and really, really making a difference. I remember uh, back in London when you guys played an exhibition game at, uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers there and you guys had a play 60 event and you were all about it. I mean, I, I saw then that that passion with the kids and obviously you know, you've displayed that in spades with the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital and, and what you have Jordan done have done there with the end zone and, and, and just how much you've given that place. Um, it, and that's not going away. It, it just it, with you in New York, that's still very much uh, happening, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We actually um, just wrapped our 10th annual youth camp uh, here at Providence Academy, which is where we've had it for the last four or five years. And um, so we had our youth pro camp here and had 750 kids. And uh, although our, our t-shirts were a different color this year and the purple and yellow ones were on clearance at the camp store, um, <laughs> it, it doesn't, it's not going to change. And I, I told the campers this, I told their parents this, uh, you know, our t-shirt colors may have changed, but this camp's not going anywhere. This community here in Minnesota is extremely important to us. And the kids here are what's most important. You know, they're the future of our city, of our state, of our country. Uh, and that's what we invest all of our time and energy in. More with Kyle Rudolph when Perkett Pod continues. But first, I've got Sean Bernard here in the studio with me from Edina Realty. Such a great partner of Perkett Pod. Couldn't do it without you, Sean. How is the real estate business? I would imagine with winter over, it's jamming again. It is. And, you know, it, it kind of jammed even at the end of winter. People are were really wanting to buy and sell. It, lately, it's been a lot of my friends whose parents are kind of moving on to that next chapter of their life. And I'm helping them sell mom and dad's home. So, you know, a lot of guys our age, I think we're not too far off. Our parents are tending to downsize and kind of moving into that condo, that townhouse, that sort of thing. So if you know somebody is looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594. And I also want to mention, you're actually helping out the, the, the local music community as well with, with your work. Yeah, I'm a huge sports fan, as you know, but I also uh, love seeing live music. And a lot of these artists and bands, it's been a really challenging year this year. So a portion of every sale on the buy side or the sell side uh, is going to a local artist or band of the choosing of the, the buyer or the seller. Sean Bernard at Diane Realty, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And if you're listening to this podcast and you love music, I got a great podcast for you to listen to. It's The Brian Oak Show. Give that a listen anywhere you find your podcasts. Perk and Ten years. I mean, that's a long time. Uh, a decade with an organization does it still kind of feel odd or you is, is the, how's the transition going for you i know i know that like for a few years you just had to deal with all the rumors and speculation that you were going to be making a move uh, but now mm -hmm. it's a, now you now you have landed on another team and i would imagine this is a, a great opportunity for you 
It is. It's an unbelievable opportunity to play for an incredible organization. But, uh, you know, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't weird at first, especially throughout the early part of the offseason where all of our meetings were still virtual. I was here at my house in Minnesota, um, you know, still going to the same places to train that I had for the last 10 years. Um, so it really wasn't until I actually went up to New Jersey and was in the facility on a daily basis that it really sunk in that, you know, I was on a new team and, and was playing for a new organization. But I, I told Mark and Ziggy Wolf this when I talked to him after my release that, you know, they set the bar so high for me from an organization standpoint. And I told him, I said, you're not going to make it easy on me to, to try to pick where I want to go next because I can only compare places to how you guys ran things here in Minnesota. Uh, and yet I was able to find a place like New York that's just as good as it gets from an organization standpoint. The Mara family, the Tisch family, you know, Mr. John Mara's in the building every day. It's, it's what they live. It's what they breathe. And it's just it's a first class organization. I'm extremely excited to be a part of it. Tight ends have some shelf life, don't they? I mean, I mean, if you take care of your body, I mean, there's there's been tight ends and some really good ones that have had standout careers late in their 30s. I mean, it's, it's pretty remarkable to, to see that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can look at three of the greatest to ever play the game and Tony Gonzalez, Jason Witten, Antonio Gates. Those guys all played well into their 30s, um, you know, 17, 18 years. And I think it's just, like you said, you have to take care of your body. Um, you have to have good luck. You have to be fortunate. I think that's something that I talked about all the time when, when I was asked about, you know, how do you stay healthy for so long? You know, what's the secret to, you know, almost playing 100 games in a row? And, you know, I tell people you, you control what you can control, and that's taking care of your body and making sure you're doing the right things. But there also has to be some good luck and good fortune involved. And, um, you know, to, to have a 16, 17, 18 year career in this league, that has to happen. Um, that certainly is my goal. And I think that's you know part of the reason why I've made the transition now that I'm making, because if you want to play that long, you know, it's unlikely that you're probably going to do it in one organization. Certainly, that would be incredible to, to have stayed here for 15 to 17 years, but it's just not realistic. Um, so, you know, now is a, a perfect time in my career where I still feel like I have some really good football left um, to, to go show another community and another team that I can still play. The fact that you did have such durability and, and, and staying power on the field uh, is a testament to, to your, your health and your body and your commitment to that. And uh, so I think that alone kind of makes you just such a great spokesperson for this, for GenYouth and, and, you know, and other organizations that do promote health for kids and all that stuff. I just think that like, golly, if there's one person that, that I would want out front in that, it would be, it would be you. Well, thanks, Eric. I appreciate it. It's certainly, like I said, the biggest thing is awareness because, you know, I know I think about like when I grew up and going to school, um, you know, I never thought about where my next meal was going to come from. I never thought about, you know, where can I go to get a snack? Um, you know, we had hot lunches at school. We had snacks whenever we needed them. Um, when I, I knew when I came home, I was going to have dinner with my family. And so it was just something that I never really thought of. It, mm -hmm. I, I wasn't aware. Um, so the biggest thing is just bringing awareness to the food insecurities in this country, especially with our kids. Hey, man, I'm going to bring that up the next time my kid complains about me getting Cheez-Its instead of goldfish. I'm going to, hey, look, you know, 
there's it could be a lot worse i i look back on your career kyle and i, I just it's just it's it, you know from my perspective as as a media person it was just a joy to cover you and and we are we are certainly already kind of missing you here just because you were just such a not only a go-to guy that would that would own up to to losses and wins but but just really kind of put a good perspective and a bow on what happened out there on the field that day i i i think that you've got some amazing uh, you know communication skills and I, i've always wondered like do you have any desire to kind of be one of those studio analyst type guys and have you had have you flirted with that notion you know i've done some studio stuff uh throughout my career and it's certainly a great way to stay involved in the game and, and to be around the game. Um, but, you know, I have no idea what I want to do when I'm all said and done. Um, yeah, I'm, certainly I'm, yeah, being I'm in, in broadcasting would be one of the things that I kick around. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I just, I, like I said for it, I think it would be a great way to, to still be involved. I, I could tell you one thing I don't want to do, and that's coach. Um, the hours that they put in, um, are just, you know, I'm hoping that when I retire, I can spend more time with my family, not less time with my family. Um, and broadcasting would certainly be a way that I can spend more time with my family, watch my kids grow up, um, but then certainly still be involved and be around the game of football, which I feel like it would be really hard. I've played the game of football since I was five years old. And, Jeez. you know, whenever that time comes, whether it's in a couple of years, in five years or in eight years, uh, I think it would be really hard to just not have football a part of my life anymore. So, uh, you know, I certainly have have thought about broadcasting or being in studio calling games. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know yet. Yeah, I'm not trying to fast forward too much there with that. I was just I was always always curious about that. The uh, the catches, some of the some of the grabs you made. I mean, you were you you were so reliable, obviously, on the field, and and such a such a valuable commodity offensively. And and I would imagine that the quarterbacks loved you. Um, what like some of these toe grab, one handed? I mean, it was like you were underrated. Like as like I think Thielen and Diggs and Jefferson, some of these cats, they get so much hype, and for good reason, right? These are highlight worthy amazing plays but you had some gems dude i'm i'm like don't do you do you have one that really stood out other than maybe the game winner in new orleans oh you know certainly i, I again bring up my kids camp that we just had here um the last couple of days and you know whenever the kids get to ask questions that's one i feel like that gets asked every year you know, what was your favorite catch like, what, you know what's the favorite one and it's better than um, what's your favorite you know, color yeah. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans, the game winner, obviously that, that gets brought up all the time. Um, the one against Tennessee last year, I, I don't think I realized in the moment how difficult it was because, you know, like I tell people, and that, that's awesome. The question, like, you know, how do you make these catches? How, you know, how do you get these one-handed catches in the back of the end zone, keep your feet in? Um, you know, Dallas is another one that comes to mind. Um but it's just in the moment, like I, I see the ball in the air and it, I know it's my job to catch it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's as simple as that. And, uh, you know, especially the last couple of years, uh, and I, I joked around about this a couple of times, I wasn't sure when the next one was going to come. So <laughs> I had to make sure that, okay, this one's coming to me. I got to catch it uh, no matter where it is. Um, if it's, you know, high in the back of the end zone or, you know, down low, uh, I, I got to make a great catch on it. And, and partly because that's my job. You know, my teammates are counting on me to catch the football. 
Uh, and if I can help make a, make a play to help our team be in a better situation, score points, win games, that's my job. And then before we go, just talk about the Giants and sort of that opportunity. That's a team that, you know, they've, they've been, you know, had their share of struggles in recent years, but, uh, but I would imagine things are looking up and up. And, and uh, what, do you, what do you think about your opportunity there and how much playing time and all that stuff and, and the chemistry with the quarterback? I think the biggest thing, and, and I've said this a couple of times, you know, I think back to uh, our situation here in Minnesota from 2014 to 2015. In 2014, it was Coach Zimmer's first year, uh, and he was constantly trying to teach us how, you know, how not to lose, how not to be ourselves. And, and he always had a line, you know, you can't win until you stop losing. And sure enough, the next year we went 11 and five. Uh, we made the playoffs. We won won our division. And you know, I think back to that year that we were seven and nine, and we had probably two or three games we had no business losing. You know, we just, we flat out beat ourselves. And when I studied this New York Giants team last year and throughout this offseason, uh, you know, they're six and 10 last year. They're one game away from making the playoffs. And you can look at three or four games that they had absolutely no business losing. Uh, and it's the first year with a new head coach. He's preaching a lot of the same messages that I heard from 2014 to 2015 here and, and I just see a lot of young players that are buying into a culture um, that Coach Joe Judge is instilling in our organization. Uh, and I just I believe I believe in this organization. I believe in the quarterback. Oh, outstanding. We're, we're excited for you. I mean, it's going to be weird if, you know, when, whenever they line up, uh, that would be, I mean, you know, right. I mean, especially if it's like in the playoffs or something crazy like that. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's this sort of thing that happens here on the Minnesota sports scene that, you know, people go on to other teams and, and like, you know, shine and excel and it's just, and it's always, oh yeah, we should have never let them get away. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> and it was, just, it's sort of just it's this ongoing thread that I, I know that <laughs> a lot of people have made fun of over time, but, but in all seriousness, we wish you nothing but the best because, you know, you are a class act, you and your entire family are all, all the best, Kyle. I'm not just saying that. And, and thanks for sharing uh, some of, some of your thoughts and, and insight on, on Gen Youth, because I think this is a fantastic organization that is that is going to do some amazing and has already done amazing things for kids. And, and it, you know, obviously the need is is perhaps greater than ever. So we appreciate you. Absolutely. Eric. Thanks for having me on. And uh, I hear you're, you're calling it a wrap after the Olympics. So congratulations on, on 25 great years in, in the Minnesota sports scene. I really appreciate it, Kyle. And, you know, uh, we're going to we're going to keep it going with the podcast and, and stuff like that. But honestly, you know, there comes a time like it just like, hey, do you know, I've given this place all I've given it. Right. And it's just like I poured my heart and soul in this place and I've had some amazing opportunities. I've done everything I've wanted to do other than watch the Vikings win a Super Bowl, <laughs> which I still, you know, when you went curling in the end zone in Philadelphia and I'm just like, this is happening. This, this is, is absolutely <laughs> happening. And it was, I don't want to bring that up, but like, anyway, but, but uh, yeah, no, no doubt. It, it was a great run and, and I'm excited for, for something else too. Absolutely. Much. Well, congratulations on a great run. That'll do it for this episode of Perkett Pod. We want to thank our partners, Audio Wiz, Justin Bailey, theme song by Taylor Robert. 
Keep listening weekly for another episode with Minnesota sports influencers and icons on Perkett Pod. Feel free to share this podcast. Give us a simple subscribe click. It doesn't cost you a thing. Heart us, rate us, double tap us, whatever you want. And until next time, remember, shine bright. Don't be afraid to be weird and open your hearts to inclusion. Peace. Perkett Pod, sometimes he's at play. Perkett Pod, find out what he'll say. Perk at Pond, who's coming on today? Perk at 